to another episode of Coffee and Jesus. I'm Josiah Stroop, and today I'm starting it off right with a black cup of coffee. So, there is some sugar in it, and I'm back at home, so I'm having a black coffee and saving some money and not going out. But I do gotta say that I am really excited to go back to my college town in Newburgh and get an ice vanilla latte from Chapters. That's always just such... Oh, I think I have a bad addiction at this point of just having vanilla lattes. The vanilla latte curse or the vanilla latte addiction. But I honestly don't mind it at all. It just tastes so good, honestly. It's hard to explain if you don't, if you've never had an iced vanilla latte. But besides the point, um, I'm very excited for today. I'm very excited to be doing this episode today. It's April 2nd. And honestly, even right now, I just feel like sharing what God's doing in my life um, with this next week. And God's put my my heart kind of in this sense of this season is really an invitation to spend time with God on a deeper level. Um, Even like having a sense of God inviting us to make time for him and to allow him to reveal new things in our life by just simply spending time with him and whether it's prayer or in a walk or even just listening to podcasts. I know for some of you listening even, podcasts are just your way of devotioning or is that even a word, devotioning? (laughs) Your way of doing your devotions and spending time with God and I think that's the coolest thing ever and that makes me happy that you're listening to mine right now and I get to have this opportunity to be your um, devotional partner or (laughs) devotional speaker and just be able to communicate and have you guys just gain something out of this and hear from God in your own way and this next coming week um, before Easter I really felt like God wanted me to spend some quality special time with him and so when i felt that way i decided that i'm going to be doing a daniel fast so today's sunday the second and so i'll be fasting from monday to sunday and i'll be done sunday after church but i'm super excited to be doing this and if you never um, really fasted ever um, a fast typically I used to do fasts when I was younger as well, when our church was doing it, and I would just kind of take something typically that was uh, occupying my time. So when I'm, especially even now, like I'll play video games with my friends, but when I was like in high school, I was big into it. I'd spend way too many hours playing Call of Duty or any other game, but um I decided during times where my church would want to fast um, that I would like fast probably around like three or four days. And when I was little, it seemed like a lot, but I would not um, play video games for that time. And in the moments, I was very young and I just did that just for the sake of it. And But as I grew older, I realized the importance of like, dedicating that time and removing 
those sometimes distractions and sometimes just busyness of the day to spend time with God and to have quality time being ready to hear from God. And I think that's my primary like topic for today is really setting yourself up and being ready to hear from God in a way of expectation, knowing that in prayer and fasting, this is an optimal time that we should expect to hear from God. And sometimes it's not exactly what we um, expect. Sometimes it's afterwards, after we pray. Sometimes it's in the middle of our devotion. Sometimes it's throughout the week, um, in school, and at your company, wherever you're at. I believe when you allow God to just intervene in, in your private and personal life, you get to see him more often work and move within your life. And so I think this is just such an exciting time to be invited to spend more personal time with God, that God wants to reveal something to you so unique and special that's going to help you grow and even answer your prayers that you've been praying for. And I really feel like um, I was needing to say that, that there's prayers that you may have been wanting answered and that have been seeking after or even for me personally I just want to hear more from God I want to have his voice so elevated in my life that I can be used by him and so I'm coming into this week ready to hear from him ready to hear from God and spend time with him and so for me I'm not gonna be eating anything but fruits and vegetables and water (laughs) throughout this whole week so it's going to be tough. It's going to be a little hard with my scheduling with school as well as um, working out. But I believe this is going to be so beneficial for me and so beneficial just to spend time with God and grow the relationship I have with him. And so even if you feel like, oh, maybe I, I haven't really done fasting before, but I've been thinking about it, I would say Honestly, try it. Even this week, it doesn't have to be for a full week. It could be for a couple of days just to focus on spending time with God. And I believe with whatever you decide, it doesn't have to be changing your eating habits or whatnot. But I believe that if you set time aside to truly fast and seek after God, that he will open up time. He will open up your mind to something new that God's going to truly connect you with, that he wants to speak into your life. And so that gets me so hyped, honestly. That's, it's such an exciting time. And it's going to be hard sometimes because it's changing up the usual routine. But right now, even as I'm speaking right now and um, prior to this episode, I really felt led to talk about Daniel <laughs> and like the Daniel and his time in the lion's den and how the king that was going kind of against him at first and then what happened after how he reacted and kind of talk about that especially for me to just going into this Daniel fast understanding what that means to ha- be called a Daniel fast so I'm gonna read um, Daniel chapter 6 and I'll start at verse 16 and I'll read down So here you have Daniel, um, and prior to this, Daniel prays like three times a day, and he's spending time 
quality time with God. But in the midst of that, the king at the time was not, he worshiped and believed different gods, and so did the people. But Daniel said, no, I'm, I'm going to serve and pray and spend time with my God, the living God. And so the king finds out about this, and things start to happen, and it's not good. So let's start. So Daniel 6, uh, verse 16. So it says, and I'm reading ESV. So it says, Then the king commanded, and Daniel was brought and cast into the den of lions. The king declared to Daniel, May your God, whom you serve continually, deliver you. And a stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den. And the king sealed it with his own signet and with the signet of his lords, that nothing might be changed concerning Daniel. Then the king went to his palace and spent the night fasting. No diversions were brought to him and slept, or, yeah, and sleep fled from him. So that's pretty intense already, right off the bat. Daniel is just cast into the den of lions because of um, just his prayer devotional time. It's like me making this podcast and doing an episode and then living in a country where that is shamed upon and me being thrown into a den full of lions, which is insane to think about. And also, this is also the reality of some countries that Christianity is frowned upon and people are sent to death. And so my heart definitely goes out to those people right now and just the commitment of serving the one true God and in the midst of the government and our society saying Christianity isn't true, where as a Christian, we believe that that's wrong. Our God is living. He has saved us from death. And truly, he is someone that wants to connect with us, and he is real and above all other gods. So let's continue on. And so at verse 19, it says, Then at break of day, the king arose and went in haste to the den of lions. As he came near to the den where Daniel was, he cried out in a tone of anguish. The king declared to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God whom you serve continually been able to deliver you from the lions? And you would think, okay, in my brain, if he's asking this and looking down at Daniel, obviously he's alive right now. Like, how, how in the world is he even alive with all these lions around him? But anyway... Then it says on verse 21, Then Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. My God sent his angel and shut the lions' mouths, and they have not harmed me, because I was found blameless before him and also before you. O king, I have done no harm. Then the king was exceedingly glad and commanded that Daniel be taken up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no king, no kind of harm was found on him because he had trusted in his God. I think what's so cool is how the king immediately reacted to that, that he was astonished and he was almost like in awe of just seeing Daniel and his heart still just in favor with his God, but still respecting the king in the midst of it and... Just saying, look at what my God has done. Look at him saving me right now. And the king was like, oh, wow. <laughs> like, I want that. Um, 
but here's what's even cooler. I'm going to continue reading. But I think what the king says down um, in these next couple verses is pretty amazing. And so in verse 24, it says, And the king commanded, and those men who had maliciously accused Daniel were brought and cast into the den of lions. They, their children, and their wives. That's intense. And before they reached the bottom of the den, the lions overpowered them and broke all their bones in pieces. Holy crap. <laughs> that's that's insane. Before even reaching the ground, which is crazy. But, okay, anyway. Verse 25. Then King Darius wrote to all the people's nations and languages that dwell in all the earth. Peace be multiplied to you. I make a decree that in all my royal dominion, people are to tremble and fear before the God of Daniel. And for he is the living God, enduring forever. His kingdom shall never be destroyed, and his dominion shall be to the end. He delivers and rescues. He works signs and wonders in heaven and on earth. He who has saved Daniel from the power of the lions. Wow. So, two thoughts already. Um, the king throwing the people that maliciously accused Daniel of praying and serving the wrong god. And here's Daniel just completely unharmed, chilling with the lions and the angels of God just completely protecting him. And God saving Daniel and the king realizing the power of the one true God that we serve and then throwing these um, these guys that accuse Daniel into the den and immediately they get attacked and broken into pieces like that's like there's the proof that that's who our God is the lions could have totally ripped Daniel apart it's not like he was like fully a vegetable or something <laughs> like I don't, he's not like a piece of like a I don't know like the lions couldn't recognize him as food but all these other people that were serving other gods thrown in immediately the lions attacked him like that's like whoa that's intense and then what the king said saying immediately after and declaring who the god of Daniel is and like to all the people of the land like how amazing that is for just this king to flip on saying, okay, Daniel, you believe this, but is it true? And then seeing that and saying, I want that. I want that kind of God in my life and to all my people. And let me just read that again, what the king says. So it says, I make a decree that in all my royal dominion, people are to tremble and fear before the God of Daniel. For he is the living God, enduring forever. His kingdom shall never be destroyed, and his dominion shall be to the end. He delivers and rescues. He works signs and wonders in heaven and on earth. He who has saved Daniel from the power of the lions. Wow. And I think this is something so relevant for today in the, in the country that we live in, in the state, in the community that we live in where... Things are going on that are not pleasant, that there's sin in this world continuing to grow, that sin is of the world, but no longer are we. We are completely saved by Christ. 
we are now made righteous, dead to sin, and alive in Jesus Christ, truly by the grace of God alone. And so walking in this life of just understanding who our God is, like who else is better to serve? There's no one better than our God that created the universe, that saved us from sin, that now wants to just show us more of his power in our lives and guide us to a loving, beautiful life until we go to heaven. I think that's just such a reassuring thing to always continue to remind us and know that in the midst of what, of sin still existing around us of in the world with all the like unfollowers of Christ or the people that just totally go against God, like still our God reigns dominion over all things. Like it says right here, his kingdom shall never be destroyed. And thinking about who we are in Christ, that we are now part of that kingdom. We cannot be destroyed by sin. We cannot be, I don't know, corrupted. But when we stand firm in what who our God is and we understand who the God we serve is, that gives just so much peace and understanding that our God is truly the living God, that he wants to do these amazing signs and wonders in our life. And it says not just in heaven, it says he works signs and wonders in heaven and on earth. And so even this week coming up, I think already one of the most like amazing wonders and signs is the connection we have with Christ, the connection we have with our Father in heaven, being able to spend time, even right now as you're listening, that God just has favor upon you. When you receive Christ in your heart, you're truly a friend to God. Being able to hear from him, speak to him in your own way of whether it's this devotional time, just listening to podcasts and just thinking about who our God is, or even spending time in prayer. And for me this week, I'm going to be spending some specific time journaling and praying throughout each day of the week. Um, both in the morning and at night, but I'm going in there with the intent that God is going to be speaking to me. And that's just the reality of it, that we serve a God that wants to speak to us on such a personal level. But it could look differently. It could look differently, whether it's um, hearing from God through people, through our jobs, through something like an action, like, <laughs> like through the blocking of lions' mouths, and lions not attacking us. Like, it could be to that extent. and But it's the reality of that our God is serving and loving to us in such a way that's just so incredible. That, uh, like, for me, I always feel like I want to just pay him back. And I'm, like, thinking about all the times that God has done amazing things in my life. And, like, one thing for me is the transition of schools from going from Oregon Tech to George Fox, how, what a blessing it is to now be graduating at George Fox in these next three weeks and understanding how much God has done in my life where I so so much of me wants to like somehow repay it back to him, but I know there's no way that his works are so far greater than anything of this world and even in my own life and just understanding that there's so much love from him 
how much he's just doing in every one of our lives. It's impossible to repay, but I want to. So what I do is I spend time with God. I want to build a relationship with God. And through that, he wants to as well. He wants to build that relationship with each and every one of us. And he wants that quality time. And I've never spent time with God and felt like, oh, that wasn't worth it. Oh, I should have been doing this instead. I always walk away knowing, okay, that was amazing. (laughs) I need to do that a lot more. But, yeah, I just, even now, just really encourage each and every one of you that even this week before Easter Sunday, understanding who Jesus is and with that thought in mind of it being Easter soon, reminding ourselves who our God is, how much he loves us, that he sent his son to be crucified on the cross, shedding his blood, dying, and being resurrected, and now providing the Holy Spirit into each and every one of us, that there's this free gift of grace of accepting who Jesus is, that we are no longer seen as sinners, but seen as righteous with Christ. And now being just lifted up in faith and walking in each day, knowing that our God does sign and w- signs and wonders throughout each day, that he does do amazing things in our lives, that some people, honestly, this is the tough part, is that in the midst of when we're praying, when we're doing our devotions, when we're listening to podcasts, when we're going on these walks um, for the sole purpose of being with God, there are people that are going to be weirded out by that. There are people that are not going to believe the same thing as us. And my heart is totally for them to just be impacted by God in the midst of it, just as Daniel was. He spent time prior to being thrown in the den praying with God, and then look how they reacted. They went straight to the king, and the king threw him in the den. And that's terrifying to be thrown into a lion's den It's terrifying to be called out in front of your friends by what you believe. It's terrifying to be seen as the weirdo because you believe in this God that you serve. But the reality is that we're not, (laughs) we're not, we're not enemies of God. And that's, this is the scary fact. And even my dad was preaching on this today that if, If you're not for God, if you're not living this life in Christ, if you do not see God as our friend, as the one true creator, as the one living God, you're these other people. You're these people that are being thrown into the den, that there is a day that we don't know specifically. Nobody knows when judgment day comes, when all those crazy things and revelations happen. We don't know when that's going to happen, but there is going to be judgment. And honestly, this is kind of a foreshadowing of judgment that God is the one that says, I recognize you, Daniel. You're the one serving me. You're the one that I see that you've accepted my son. And then also God's recognizing these other people that were malicious, that didn't serve him, that served other gods and they're thrown into the den, and they're being eaten by lions. So it's like there's this crazy reality 
and even the kid the king said it well where he wanted the people to understand the fear of god of both knowing that our god is a just and honorable god to who serves him but also the loving god that we serve that provides wonders and signs and wants to build this personal relationship with each and every one of us but it's just the reality that if you're not serving that like our god the one true god then you're serving other gods and there is a difference that he's actually not for you (laughs) like it's just in that's the reality and that's why but the sad thing is like people People are going to go against that too. But it's understanding that the love of Christ is so important to us. That it's so beneficial. It's so life-giving. That this truly is what matters the most. And truly, for me at least, makes the most impact in my life. Serving the one true God that created our universe, that created families, that created us specifically with a purpose, that there is now a purpose in our lives, that we don't have to be wondering what's next. What are we supposed to do now? Like I got a job, I did this, I have a family. Well, now what? What's after this? It's like we know what's after, and that's heaven. We know that there is so much more with God, this relationship with God, that there's surprises, there's signs, there's wonders Serving God is a fun, enjoyable thing. But yet, yes, there's going to be people in this world that are going to be totally against that. And the reality is sometimes they're just not going to get it. And that's sad for me because I have so many uh, friends of mine that I just want to share and just show how much God loves them in the midst of it. But there's a scary reality of when you're not serving God that you're serving other things. And that eventually think people are going to be judged. But I want to be seen personally as someone that is serving God, that's in love with God, that he recognizes me and he loves me and be, he protects me. There's so many times that God has protected me already in my life that just blows my mind. But I want that for everyone around me. And so that's just the reality we live in is understanding that there's so much more to life with God, with the one true living God. And so, yeah, it's kind (laughs) of what I feel like talking about on this episode. And, yeah, I think this week is going to be very, I think, very life-giving that I think God's going to provide opportunities in each of our lives this week that if you want to hear from God this week, he's going to do it. He's going to provide his voice, his actions into your lives. He's going to show signs and wonders this week if you give him the opportunity. If you ask him, truly you will receive. And so me already saying this stuff is, I'm I'm already getting hyped. Like this is so cool. Like who doesn't want to hear from God and see crazy signs and wonders that just bless us and it's never going against us it's always for us and even up to easter celebrating the resurrection of jesus 
and how all of this started from there. All this has started from this connection between the Father and his people through Jesus Christ, his Son. So, yeah, I'm just super excited for this week fasting and spending time with God. And I really encourage everyone listening to just think of ways maybe if you want to hear from God, I believe he wants to do that for you this week. So just thinking about setting up time with God and just allowing yourself to receive the fullness of what he has for you. So, yeah, that's that's all I have for today. But. I do have a guest speaker for next week that I am very, very excited to talk with and interview. And he's got some major things in his life coming up. And I'm super excited for that. And it's going to be a really fun time. And I believe I will have an ice vanilla latte at that day. And I'm going to try to see if I can get my guest speaker to be drinking an ice vanilla latte too. I'll try to remember this <laughs> and then see what happens. But yeah, I hope all of you have an amazing week. I still can't just thank every single one of you for just the feedback, knowing that this podcast is helping you guys with your devotions, with what you got in store for your own lives. I know everyone has a different journey, a different lifestyle, but you're all we're all serving God. We're all wanting to grow in this relationship with God and even this week I think is going to be very special and so already if you're listening that means the world to me and I hope you all just have a blessed day God bless (laughs) 